With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Still on their way. Recorded live. Praise the Lord. And once again, welcome, welcome, welcome to In Divine Ministries, Teshuva Call. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We do have Pastor James Moore, but he's just going to be listening in. We praise God for him tonight. We got Dr. Prophetess. The Cora Slaughter. Amen. And we want to bless the Lord for her. And my name, once again, is Apostle Orlena McQueen. We have been away for five days. We was trying to attempt to uh, try to check in during those five days, but it was next to impossible uh, because of the circumstances we was in. I was out of, out of the city. Amen. Glory be to God. I wasn't in Massachusetts, but I was in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And um, didn't get to do anything that I desired to do. We were supposed to do a three-day revival. Uh, that didn't go through. Amen. But that's all right because I can go back. Amen. Uh, it's the one thing that when something don't go through, I had need to handle business. And now that I am free and clear, somebody say free and clear. Amen. Glory be to God. This is a season of debt cancellation. Amen. Glory be to God. And I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes you got to just more than just say, God, please give me the money for it. Sometimes you just got to pull out that bill. Amen. Glory be to God. And write on it, this debt is canceled. Now, write on it how you want it to be canceled. God, go in and make the computers kick this out. Amen. Glory be to God. Father, let somebody mix up the numbers. Something. Amen. God can make it possible. Lord, let somebody find my account number and pay the bill. Amen. Glory be to God. I have met people who have paid people light and gas bills that actually worked at the company, and they paid off people lights and gas bills. So there is a way for God to go. You know when we say give and it shall be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Amen. Glory be to God. There's more than one way they can give. Amen. They can they can cancel out your debt for you. Amen. So we want to bless the Lord tonight. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Uh, for tonight's um, message. We are entering into our high holy days. It actually started back on Saturday. Amen. Glory be to God. October the 1st. Amen. And that was day 29. And that was October the 1st. So Yule 28, that's Shabbat. And that's October the 1st. And that was our first day of our high holy days to begin. Amen. Glory be to God. And we was repenting for, for failing to place the New Testament on the foundation of the Torah, the Tanaka. Amen. Glory be to God. And then it was the next day after that, which was repent for failing to see Yeshua, Yeshua as the word of the Father. Amen. Glory be to God. Now, that was the uh, Sunday, the, October the 2nd, which was our second day, day 30. 
Amen. Now, mind you, it says Rosh Chodesh is the new month. Tishri 1 begins at sunset. And there was something I forgot to say about the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Amen. Glory be to God. The first day of our high holy days. Amen. During our high holy days, the first day of the high holy days, is the, that's when the books are open. I hope I'm saying this right, Pastor Moore. He's going to have to interject and say, yeah, no, hey, amen. I know he's just listening in, but if he could just chime, chime in, amen. But I am hope I get this right. The books are open, amen. And in those books, God is searching through those books, and he's looking to pass the judgment of our previous year. Years And as he's looking through the books, he is declaring a judgment for the current year, the up-and-coming year. So that judgment can mean anything. It can mean healing. It could mean an increase in your finance or a decrease in your finance. It can mean uh, death, continued sickness. It could mean so much inner judgment. So what the Jews believe is that during those ten high holy days that we should be beyond our best behavior. Amen. Glory be to God. That we need to to be not just receivers at this time, but we need to be givers. We need to be helpers. We need to be servants. Amen. Glory be to God. And we're also talking about like the Good Samaritan. That that this is one of the this is one of the examples of what Teshuvah is about. Amen. Especially during these high holy days, because even even as that the man was laying on the ground and he was sick, he was dying, he was robbed. Amen. Glory be to God. As he was robbed, Amen. A priest walked by him, and a Pharisee walked by him. I pray that this is right. Amen. Glory be to God. But a good Samaritan came by, and that Samaritan did not leave this man on the ground. Now, mind you, the whole thing of going through these high holy days was to exalt God and showing showing kindness and mercies to those that are not like us. Amen. Glory be to God. That somebody that might be going through something, that we need to show them some type of kindness and mercy. So glory be to God. It, it's, it's, it's a law. Amen. It's, it's, a, it's lawful for you to help someone that is in need. Amen. Glory be to God. So the priest Amen. And the Pharisee that walked by this gentleman actually broke a law. Amen. Come on, because if, if we're supposed to be showing this type of kindness and making sure that there's mercy, especially when you're a leader. And I'm talking to not just the leaders that was in this book, but we got a lot of leaders that's in the church. You're taking in money. There is no benevolent fund because that money is being rerouted somewhere else. And when your parishioners or your people of God are in trouble, you can't help nor assist them. Amen. So here it is. 
you are breaking a law. Amen. Because when somebody is in need, you are unable to help them. You can't go out to go pray for them. You can't go out and fast for them. You can't fight for them. You can't do nothing for them because everything is being rerouted in another area, but not to the people of God that you're serving. Amen. So here comes, glory be to God, this good Samaritan who not only took this man to a hospital to get help, to to help his wounds get mended, but he also paid for a hotel room. Amen. Paid for this food, paid for his medicine, and and left them in good hands. We wouldn't even do that. Would would you step over somebody that's laying on the ground that's basically dying? Would you stay and wait for the ambulance to come to minister to them? Would you call and, and call nine one one to have them help you to to serve this purpose until somebody can come and move them? Because you really don't want to move somebody who's hurt nowadays because you can injure them more. Amen. But. If you can just be there in their time of trouble, pray for them, get 911 on the phone and help and assist them, would you do that? There's a lot of people walk by accidents every day and don't even stop to ask, is everybody okay? And even if somebody wasn't okay, they would say, I'll call 911, and then they'll still continue on because their destination is more important than seeing a life saved. So we need to get into this stance of, servitude. Amen. Glory be to God during these high holy days that we need to go above and beyond just giving a word. Let's help somebody. Let's help that elderly person. Let's help that person who needs their house clean. Let's help that person that is going through something. Maybe they need counseling. Maybe they need somebody to sit down and they just need an ear for you to just talk to you. You may not have a word back for them. You're not always supposed to have a word. Amen. Sometimes you're just supposed to sit and listen. Amen. Glory be to God. So this is what these 10 high holy days are about. We're trying to turn the judgment that God has written because of our actions for the previous year. So glory be to God, before that book opened at the, at the end of the 10th day, amen, glory be to God, you want to make sure that you have changed the actual mind of God to change his judgment upon you. Amen, glory be to God. So when that book closed, amen, you don't get that bad report. Amen. I asked the question, how would I know, amen, glory be to God, what kind of judgment I've gotten? And the the answer was plain and simple. You wouldn't know until it happened. So you would know if you had a bad year, the judgment for you for that year was because there was something in you that got me to break so you couldn't have the best year ever. Amen. So we need to really examine ourselves during these 10 high holy days and and to make sure that we are at not just our best behavior, but check our hearts. You know, what goes on in our hearts really shows up on the surface. Amen. If you're wicked and evil in your heart, it shows up. 
one way or another. Wickedness cannot hide forever. Amen. If you're angry, bitter, that all shows up. Amen. We got to get out of this this pit where everybody owes me and I shouldn't have to do nothing else because they need to pay me back. Amen. And I know I've been down that road. I don't know if anybody else been down that road. I know that's been me. I was angry for years, bitter for years, angry, bitter, hostile. I wouldn't even smile. Somebody came to me on the street one day and said, why don't you ever smile? And I looked at them like, who are you? But evidently people watch you. People watch you. And I I didn't realize that. It still took me years to start to smile, but it wasn't because, you know, that that what that person said didn't change my mind. It's just that I still was angry and bitter even after the conversation. It wasn't until I came into Christ that I learned to smile and learn to be happy and learn to be joyous and learn that these problems are not mine. They belong to the Lord. So I, I learned to stop complaining. Amen. Glory be to God. I stopped being bitter. I stopped being angry with folks. Amen. Glory be to God. And when it crept upon me again, I recognized it and I started praying against it so that God can help me stop being bitter because this demon came back. I want it gone. And I don't want to be angry anymore, God. Teach me to forgive again. So glory be to God, the minute you recognize that you're falling into a pit or whatever it is, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, amen, glory be to God, bitterness, angriness, suicide, amen, glory be to God, uh, coming back on medical problems that you had thought you got delivered on from schizophrenia, bipolarism, and yes, you can get delivered from them, amen, diabetes, glory be to God. Uh, whatever the message is going to be, the Lord can and will deliver you. But these demons will try to come back. And when they do, your first job is to recognize, call them out, and cast them back into the pit of hell from whence they came. Because we want this judgment to be turned. We want to get a blessed year out of the Lord. We want him to bless us with healing. We want him to bless us with prosperity. Amen. Glory be to God. We want him to bless us with whatever we need to do the job that he has called us to do. Amen. Glory be to God. I hated that to be a long introduction, but I needed that to happen to explain what is happening now. And because we've missed so many days, because I was handling business in Missouri, I'm trying to play catch-up. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, Hallelujah. So we're going to begin. So we're still in our high holy days. Amen. We're on day four in our high holy days. We have six days left to turn the mind of God, amen, for whatever judgment is coming upon us. This is why we're repenting every day. We need to continue to repent, amen, glory be to God. If you miss some days in the book, you can go online, amen, glory be to God. Pull down that those uh, this book and, and go back and do repenting on your own, amen. 
a lot of these scriptures they that we're reading are good for your daily prayer prayers. Amen. They're good to put down into your soul to help turn some things around in your spirit. Amen. So we're in Tishri too. Amen. Glory be to God. Tuesday, October fourth, day thirty-two. Repent for failing to understand the ten days of awe. Amen. So these are our high holy days. They're called the days of awe. Amen. Day two. Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. Behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. Genesis 22 and 13. We're in Rosh Hashanah, Akeda, binding of Isaac. Genesis 22. 2 through 14. So I hope everybody remember that, the binding of Isaac. Amen. Glory be to God. God had called Abraham to come on up. Amen. Bring the boy up to the mountain to sacrifice his son. Amen. He was calling Abraham into obedience. Would you be that obedient during these days? Amen. If he called you to make a tough judgment such as that, amen, glory be to God. So here it is. He's going to do this binding of Isaac so he can sacrifice him on the altar in obedience to God. Amen. So we're starting with Genesis 22, 2 through 14. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, we want, uh, can I get Apostle Decor Slaughter to open us up in prayer, please? Father God, we thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you, Lord, for not giving up on us. We thank you, Lord, for your glory. We thank you, Lord, for uh, walking before us and making the crooked places straight. Lord, I just love on you. We love on you. We honor you, Lord. We worship you. Lord, we at your feet. We at your mercy, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just count on you, Lord, for everything. Forgive us, Lord, for any thoughts, deeds, or uh, actions, Lord, that was against you. In the mighty name and matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank God. Amen. I ain't heard that in a long time, the matchless name of Jesus. So, man, sometimes ain't nothing better than getting that word. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So Genesis 22nd, 2 through the 14th, uh, first, states is this. And he said, take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him therefore a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went into the place which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the eyes. And I will, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship, and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. 
and he took the fire in his hand and the knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for the burnt offering. So they went, the both of them, together. And they came to a place which God had told them of, and Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called upon him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. He said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thy anything unto him. For now I know that, that thou fearest God, seeing that has not withheld thy son, thy only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold him, a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the seed of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh. Who remember what Jehovah-Jireh means? Our father, our provider. And as it said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. Amen. Glory be to God. Sometimes it pays to be obedient unto God. Our next scripture is Leviticus 23, the 23rd and 24th verse. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath, and the memorial blowing of the trumpets on, and holy convocation. Amen. And um, I just did a Torah teaching with Pastor James Moore when I was in Kansas City. And in that teaching, he was teaching us about the trumpet calls. Uh, the ram in the bush, what they did was they took the left horn. Amen. I'm trying to remember what he said. With the left horn, did they fill it with oil? I think they filled it with oil. And the right horn, they blew it as a trumpet. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, hopefully he'll come in and correct that. <laughs> Amen. Glory be to God. And the Lord in uh, Joel 2 and 11 state, amen. And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army, for his camp is very great, and for he is strong that executed his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible, and who can abide it? Amen. Acts 17 and 31. Because he has appointed a day 
in which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he ordained, whereof he have given assurance unto all men, in that he had raised him from the dead. My God. Hallelujah. And 1 Corinthians 15, 50 through the 52nd verse states this. Now this I say, brethren, that is flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither does corruption inherit corruption. My God, can we say that again? Now in this day, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither does corruption inherit corruption. Behold, I will show you a mystery. We shall not sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall rise, raise incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Amen. May God have a blessing and a reading to his most holy, holy, holy word. Amen. Glory be to God. We are going to let the spirit take precedence. Amen. Over this daily format, we're going to let it lead. Uh, Holy Spirit, we we ask you once again to come in and have your way in this prayer service, this Teshuva prayer service during these high holy age days, God. In these days of all, we thank you right now. Woo! And your son, Yeshua's name, Hayalabosha. Uh, hallelujah. We have a um, time for worship. Uh, do you have a song you want to play uh, or sing something? If yes. not, I do have something. If you yes. have something, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> okay, one moment. Mm-hmm.
take it over. Amen, amen. Glory be to God. Got to get over. Who's that by? It's called It's Not Over, and it's by Willem, uh, Wilmington Chester Choir. God's in All control. right. I'm sorry. God's in control. Amen, amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. We're into our confession and repentance in the courts of heaven. Our Father, Yahweh, Yahweh Elohim, our righteous judge, we humbly enter your courts in the name of Yeshua Jesus and by his blood to confess and repent for myself and my family for the sin of failing to understand the ten days of awe. I renounce all evil influences associated with this sin. Please remove all accusations and curses brought against myself and my family for the sins that I am confessing. Amen. Father Yeshua, we bless you. We thank you. Father, right now, hallelujah, we confess and repent. Amen. Glory be to God for not understanding these 10 days of awe. But, Father, I thank you for Teshuva because now we can bring clarity to your word, God. Father, right now, so we shall not fail no more, but we shall become successors. In your son, Jesus, Yahweh, hallelujah, we thank you right now. In Yeshua's name, amen. Father, I ask you to forgive me and my family as well as my spiritual kids, Lord, for not knowing about the ten days of awe and even our ignorance and not understanding what all of it means. And, Lord, even to the point I still don't understand most of it, but, Lord, please don't hold that against us. Don't hold it against me. And, Lord, I ask you to uh, kill every curse that has been spoken over my bloodline, against my bloodline, against me. I ask you to forgive us for uh, expounding on the curse furthering the curse, even with our own lips, even when we didn't know that we were doing it, God, I ask you to forgive us, Lord, and I thank you for the understanding thus far that I do have of what all of this means, and I ask you, Lord, to continue to speak uh, the information in our spirit, and I ask you anything that's hitting that was said, done, or thought about that's against these 10 days, I ask you, Lord, to forgive me, first, and then forgive my family and forgive my spiritual children. And, Lord, I thank you in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. I just, I don't know why, but I just feel his spirit is here. Amen. May he reign forever. Amen. For the ecclesia in the church, local assemblies and the leadership, amen. Glory be to God. Pray that the pastors and the leaders will be quickened to learn about the days of awe and teach the believers our Father's ways. His new year and days of Yeshua as taught in the Torah. Amen. Glory be to God. Joel 2.11 states, And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army, for his camp is very great. 
for he is strong that executed his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible, and who can abide it? Amen. And then Numbers 29 and 1 states, And in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work. It is the day of blowing the trumpet unto you. And once again, uh, once Pastor Moore comes back, he will expand on the trumpets. There is uh, something to them, and I want him to expound on that. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, there is a purpose for each trumpet call. There are different trumpet blasts. Amen. Glory be to God. There's short ones and long ones. Amen. Glory be to God. And each one of them has uh, an importance. Amen. For the opening of the of the books, for the closings of the books, uh, blowing of the trumpets to prepare for war blowing of the trumpets for celebration. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, Hallelujah. Amen. Confession, repentance, and intercession. We humbly repent for failing to know and understand that today and yesterday, the heavens open are open. Each person passes before our Father while he writes decrees concerning our destiny for the coming year. So, amen. This is what I was explaining earlier. Amen. Glory be to God about these books opening, and he's passing through the books to decree what's going to be our upcoming year. Our Father, we ask you to search our hearts, turn us from pride, selfishness, and all forms of sin that grieve you or hinder your spiritual fellowship with you. Amen. Glory be to God. What shall separate us from the love of God? Nothing but our sin. Amen. The darkness that is in our heart. Amen. Glory be to God. If we don't shed some light on it, we're always going to end up in utter destruction. I don't want to see nobody get destroyed. Amen. God, glory be to God. So, Father, right now, as I pray and repent, not just for myself, once again, I take a book for my spiritual daughter. Amen. I pray and repent for my friends, my neighbors, God, uh, people that I have not even explained this to. Amen. Glory be to God. Father, I repent for not even sharing Teshuvah enough. Amen. Glory be to God that more people will have the opportunity. Amen. Just as your son interceded on our behalf so we can have the right to the tree of life, we need to intercede on the behalf of our family, friends, and members, God, in the name of Yeshua. Sure, to give them the right to change your mind about what's going to happen for them in the upcoming year, God. Lord, I thank you. Amen. We're entering to our praise and thanksgiving. Our Father, thank you for opening our eyes to your, your wondrous ways, times and seasons. Teach us so we can gain greater understanding. Amen. The Bible teaches us, Father, teach us your ways. Amen. Uh, Isaiah 55, 8 through 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. 
For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And we're praying. Did you pray? Uh, What was the? What was you just reading, or did you pray? I just read the scripture Isaiah fifty five eight through nine. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways and his and neither are your ways not my my ways, saith the Lord. But as the heaven are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Did you have some words about that? Yes. I I know you didn't ask at the beginning for praise reports or testimonies or whatever, but right here when you said your ways are not my ways and his, his thoughts are higher than my thoughts, I thank God for that because um, – because of his his ways and his thoughts being higher and different than mine, I was able to come out of something that I have been in all my life. And it's funny because I feel like I'm standing in what God wants me to now. I'm actually walking totally in his ways and totally uh, trying to take the mind of Christ even the more. It's not a thing to where um, I have to hide it or I have to feel like I'm down or, you know, whatever. This is new. All of this is new. I'm a new person. Amen. Uh, you know, and, and it's funny because unless you've been bound, you don't you don't really understand how to be free. Uh, oh, my God. You need to say that again. Uh, Come on now. Some people don't even know that they're bound. Go yes. on and say that. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Hey, you know, because I've been bound, and the one thing that always kept me bound was lust, you know, and now that I'm, this is the first time in my life that I've ever been actually with one man. Let me just say that again. First time I ever actually in my life been with one man, and I mean totally with one man. One man, I don't have any hiding in the closet. I don't have any hiding behind text messages. I don't have any yeah, people don't like the truth. That's the truth. That's the unadulterated truth, you know, naked and unashamed. Because when God enters into your life and he walks you into the truth, you don't care who knows it because he knows. So I'm just excited about that God's ways is different than mine because my ways stunk. You know, I'm glad that his mindset is higher than mass because he's given me something to reach to. So I'm just excited. I, I really am. And, you know, I, I can go on and on. I'm not. But I just thank and praise God for where I am now. And I, I'm just looking forward to where I'm going. Amen. Amen. I, I'm so glad. You know, you're a true testimony to Teshuva. I, I, I wish we could put you on a post this so and talk more about it. Uh <laughs> But yeah, more people need to understand. I mean, they see Teshuvah and they're like, uh, she just invented something crazy. But this is this is real. This is real. And and uh and when you learn the ways of Judaism and how the Jewish people celebrate and uh, and what they believe and think and really to for them to be the chosen people, you want to be almost exactly like what they're supposed to be doing. Amen. Nobody is perfect. Amen. Glory be to God. But at least we can change our mindset. Uh, From the way Satan has set us up, we are always supposed to be in the belly of the whale. Amen. But that was never God's desire for us. 
Amen. Glory be to God. He has always desired that we would be a fruitful people. Amen. Glory be to God. That we will be blessed and have dominion over this earth. Amen. Glory be to God. And Satan believes this place belongs to him, but it really belongs to God and his people. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. I see Pastor James Moore is back with us. Praise the Lord. Pastor Moore, I need you to expound on the trumpet calls because we were just talking about the trumpets. Amen. So we were doing confession, repentance, and intercession, and I wanted to clear up the, 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 the meanings of the trumpet calls. Can you please expound on that? Okay. Uh, did you uh, read the article? On page 52? No. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Didn't get a chance today. I'm sorry. Well, it's, uh, it's about the uh, uh, the trumpet call. Uh, oh. <laughs> that, oh, I failed. I failed there. I repent. And uh, it's no big deal. Uh, it's similar to, um, I think I've mentioned it on, on, on one of the earlier calls on this. I can't remember for sure where I talked about it, where I haven't, because uh, I, I'm talking about Teshuvah and, uh, and and the High Holy Days in, in several different places in Rosh Hashanah. But uh, the, uh, the the trumpet, uh, the uh, the trumpet call, um, the, the, the shofar, um, the blown, it's about, um, there are three shofars that stand out in uh, uh, in Hebrew teaching, uh, Jewish teaching, um, and uh, and it's all, well, well, two of them is related to the uh, um, to the ram caught in the bush. And uh, during Teshuva, uh, in the synagogue, they, they read that story from Genesis, Genesis 22, uh, at least once, sometimes more than once. Um, the uh, first of three shofars uh it's the smaller left horn of the ram that was caught in the thicket. Um, and that was blown on Mount Sinai uh, at the first Shavuot or the first Pentecost. Um, and when that was blown, it was blown by God, I guess, uh, or blown by one of the angels. Uh, it was a trumpet call from the top of the mountain. And... Uh, you know how when you blow uh, when you blow on uh, so far when you blow in it it, uh, uh, it, it if you blow long uh, longer you you hold the note uh, the the weaker your breath gets and the quieter the sound gets well on Mount Sinai when that um, when that so far was founded the scripture says in uh, in Exodus twenty uh, or Exodus 19, but it got louder and louder as it went on, and it scared everybody. That was one of the reasons why 
they uh, asked Moses to talk with God and that they would listen to what he had to say instead of having to listen to God anymore. Uh, but uh, uh, the uh, the right horn uh, called the last the the second shofar is called the last shofar or the last trump if you're reading First Corinthians or First Thessalonians, uh, and it's uh, the right horn of the ram caught in the bush, and uh, it's uh, it will sound. Uh, that's the one that, that that's going to wake up the dead. Uh, uh, all of the righteous dead on Rosh Hashanah. They believe that uh, um, on or before Rosh Hashanah of the year 6000, this is year 5777, and they believe that their account is off by at least 215 years. So we're very close to that now. Uh, so we're close to 5990. Uh, Uh, that uh, that right horn called the last shofar or last trump will sound, and all of the dead will rise. All of the uh, all of the righteous will rise, whether they're alive or dead, and be taken out of the world, and uh, uh, taken uh, well taken out uh, to uh, so that they won't be hurt when. Uh, um, when the uh, when Messiah starts uh, in on uh, what's called what they call Jacob's trouble or first pains of Messiah, uh, what Christians call the tribulation, uh, uh, that is the first seven years of the millennium uh, when the kingdom will be uh, restored, established. Messiah will reign in Jerusalem, and uh, and all of the world will uh, come to uh, Jerusalem on the uh, Feast of Tabernacles uh, every year uh, to uh, to worship the Lord. Uh, and that's that's the. Uh, the right horn, and then they uh, have another one called the Great Shofar that will um, actually end the tribulation. Uh, on the seventh Yom Kippur of the tribulation, that's uh, 10 days after Rosh Hashanah, the 10th of Tishrei, uh, the Day of Atonement, uh, and it will announce the Messiah's second coming when his feet will touch Mount, the Mount of Olives. And uh, those are the three shofars that were found. Uh, and uh, that was quickly went through that. 
Uh, Amen. I was reading that just now because it was it was showing all the different types of trumpets. And I see the small ram horn and the large one, and then I see the curved one, which is the great shofar that you were talking about. Uh huh. So um, that's that's the uh, teaching on the trumpet. That uh, uh, the uh, Rosh Hashanah is also called Yom Teruah. Uh, most people uh, that's uh, not what the word Yom Teruah means. Two words, uh, but it's called Feast of Trumpets. Uh, Feast of Trumpets. Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, or what it literally means is day of the awakening blast uh, on the trumpet, on the shofar, and and uh, on Rosh Hashanah they blow the blow the uh, blow it one hundred times every Rosh Hashanah in the synagogue the shofar is blown one hundred times. And uh, 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 on each of the two days of Rosh Hashanah, uh, and um, the uh, that is what Jesus was referring to when he said, "No one knows the day or the hour." That is an actually a Jewish idiom that means sometime on the two days of Rosh Hashanah. Uh, at one of those 100 blasts from the shofar, Messiah will come. And because they don't know which, which of the 100 or which of the two days uh, that will occur on. Um, so, in essence, Jesus wasn't telling them that nobody knew, that they couldn't know when it was going to happen. He was actually telling them when it would happen. Um, that he was going to come on Rosh Hashanah, one of the two days of Rosh Hashanah, on or before the year 6,000. Uh, uh, 6, and uh, as of sunset, Today, uh, it is no longer Rosh Hashanah this year, so unless it happens between now and sunset, it might be sunset there, I don't remember. I don't, probably is past sunset now in Boston, but uh, yes. here in Kansas City, it, uh, the sun hasn't quite set yet, but uh, it's, it's but it has that definitely in Jerusalem. So it won't be this year. But according to the rabbis, it could happen at any moment. And that's also the Christian teaching. It could happen at any moment because all of the... Uh, everything's been fulfilled that, that, that will bring Messiah. Amen. And that's something learned to know because from what we was taught and told, 
that no man will know the day nor the hour, and we stuck with that. So we were expecting, as as the word says, that Jesus shall come like a thief in the night. The, the thief don't tell you when they're coming to break into your home and steal your stuff. They just show up. Right. Well, depending on which interpretation you use, it's true. We don't know. Um, the Jewish rabbis today are saying that uh, Messiah could come at any moment. Uh, they're saying it, it's not necessarily on Rosh Hashanah. But uh, according to the uh, the timeline uh, that uh, the prophet Elijah from the Old Testament made, uh, the timeline is not actually in Scripture, uh, was not specifically mentioned in Scripture, uh, but it is in the Jewish writings, and it's attributed to the prophet Elijah that... Uh, uh, our world would exist for 7,000 years, uh, as we know it anyway, or uh, 6,000, uh, that, and what they have said, uh, the first ages, uh, 2,000 years of what they call the age of chaos, that was the time before, um, before Mount Sinai. And, uh, then they have the next 2,000 years is called the Age of Torah. And uh, uh, that actually goes up to the time of Jesus, uh, although the Jews don't know that. Um, okay. And uh, the next 2,000 years that we're living in now is called, by the Jews, the Age of Messiah. We call it the Age of the Church. And... Uh, that will last somewhere around 2,000 years. Um, the first one was like 2,500 years. The second one was um, something like 1,300. And now, depending on uh, how you view when Jesus was actually born. Um, some people say it was as early as 10 B.C., and others say it might have been even as late as 4 A.D. Um, nobody knows for sure, because in Jewish culture, they don't really pay attention to birthdays. They, they're more interested in the day of death of the righteous people. Uh, uh, and they count their age by how many Rosh Hashanahs they have lived through. Um, oh. So they, uh, well, I, I'm pretty sure that the Jews in America know when their birthday is, and they count it that way because that's the way the culture does it. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, but, um, But we are living in that 2,000 years. And when that 2,000 years end, uh, or when that age end, which is considered to be about 2,000 years, uh, what uh, Elijah was doing was he was doing it at the, the seven days of, uh, for the 
the six days of creation, each day is a thousand years. And uh, so the the age of the world will be that 6,000 years. 2,000 years of chaos, 2,000 years of, uh, of um, Torah, 2,000 years of Messiah, and then 1,000 years is what we call the, the uh, millennial age, the millennium. Uh, the Jews call it the, the, the uh, age of restoration, and all things will be restored to the way God intended the world to be. Amen. So we're we are in day six right now. And day six is almost ended. Day seven will start with what we call the rapture. And immediately followed by the tribulation. And uh, at the end of that 7,000 years, Jesus will be established on the throne in Jerusalem, and uh, all will be restored to the worship of Yahweh. Any more to interrupt our prayer time? <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted to clarify that, but thank you so much. I really appreciate it. We learned something. Amen. I'm so glad I'm recording this because we can go back and listen to it again, especially those parts that we didn't understand. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Yeah. Um, behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not sleep we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet this is what you were talking about but the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed first corinthians 15 and 52 amen we're turning our hearts to israel right now toward their leadership Amen. Glory be to God. Our Father, we pray for the Israel's leaders that Rosh Hashanah 2016 will bring spiritual renewal, preparing all Israel for your great judgment day. Amen. Glory be to God. Father, we continue to pray for that. Amen. That they're getting preparation. Amen. Hallelujah. For the renewing of their spirit. For your judgment, God. Father, it's your judgment that you're going to put upon your people. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Father, show us the way. You said in your word, lead not to our own understanding, but lean unto you and you shall direct our path. Show us the way, God. Show us the way to prepare ourselves. Amen. For this great judgment. Amen. Hallelujah. Confession, repentance, and intercession. Repent for Israel's and believers failing to pray daily for Israel and Jerusalem. 
Praise for the safety of the Jewish people around the world as they fill their synagogues on Rosh Hashanah during these high holy days. Amen. Yes, Lord, we do pray for their protection, that you will put a hedge of protection around every synagogue, around every, uh, um, especially around the uh, Messianic synagogue, but uh, but all of the Jewish people, that you will protect them. in these days, that uh, uh, if we go with this world uh, uh, world's way, then uh, we uh, uh, we would fear that uh, that they could be attacked, um, uh, and uh, and at least hurt, and, and uh, that uh, suicide bombers and stuff would would be attacking them in their synagogues. Uh, that has happened. And we pray that, that that you will keep it from happening during these high holy days. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We pray for the protection of the synagogues, the Jews, and the synagogues that's praying uh, in these high holy days, Lord. In Jesus name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Corporate, corporate meditation and prayer. We confess and repent that the church has propagated anti-Hebrewism and anti-Semitism, that we have spread lies and committed vile acts against the Jewish people. Our Father Elohim, please forgive these sins and annul all accusations and curses against ourselves and our families from your book, Genesis 12 and 3. Amen. Glory be to God. I have that here. I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curses thee. And in all of these shall all families of the earth shall be blessed. Amen. Proverbs 26 and 2 states, as the bird by wandering and the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. Amen. And we I know this is repetitive. We read these daily. But amen, we have to understand about what curses that is going to befall us and how God is lifting them off of us because we're going through this time in Teshuva. Amen. Daniel 7 and 10 says, a fiery stream issued and came forth before him. Thousands and thousands ministered unto him, and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were open. Amen. Glory be to God. So, Father, we repent. Amen. For those that have propagated anti-Hebrewism and anti-Semitism, Father, we pray for those enemies of Israel. We pray for those enemies that that has the lack of understanding, God. That, Father, right now, that they just believe, hallelujah, that they can take over. I'm sorry. Could you take over, please? Yes, Father, we have uh, 
we have um, uh, the the church throughout church history has been anti-Jewish, sometimes even um, militantly uh, against the Jews. We, we, we pray, Lord, that you will um, lift any curses that have come on us because of the way we as a church corporately have uh, have, um, have come against the Jews and talked bad about them and, uh, and we fall under the curse in, the, in Genesis 12 through. Uh, the first you, first Israel will be cursed. We pray, Lord, that today's curses will be lift, lifted and that uh, uh, that you will uh, erase all judgments against us. That, uh, that your name Amen. Is. Amen. Can I say something? Yes. I, I, would, I, I found out today <clears throat> that Jews, when they pray, let me let me start here. When I pray, I rock, you know, and I rock. When I'm when I'm sitting and praying, I rock. I have a habit of when I'm standing and praying, I move side to side. And I thought I had an issue, but I found out today that when Jews pray, that they rock back and forth, and it's something towards the nature of keeping their flesh under subjection so that they can reach uh, reach Joshua. Yeshua, I'm sorry, so it won't be any flesh in the way that they just want their prayers to go, you know, straight where it needs to be and to keep them focused in their prayer or something like that. That's what I heard today from a woman of God when she was ministering on that. And I was like, oh, wow, God will have you hearing stuff, and it'll be like right then when you need to hear it, and it'll answer, a question, it'll answer you know, a private question that you have. So I don't know if, if – that's a connection or what, but it answered my prayer. I mean, answered my question because I, I always wonder why I rock when I pray. And I, I do, I just, you know, I don't care where I'm at, I rock. So I wanted to say that. It's, that's just exciting to me. <laughs> it, it's always walk when I'm praying, too. Well, almost always. Uh, and uh, the Jews always face Jerusalem. Uh, when they pray, and uh, if they're not walking as they as they pray, they're bouncing on their feet, bouncing yeah. on their feet, and it looks kind of looks kind of funny sometimes to see them bobbing up and down, uh, all facing in the same direction. But uh, well, amen. You know, I never even thought about that. I was just thinking about the the them on their ankles. But that's true, though. That is so true. Amen. But you know what? So so that meant that you were meant to be here. Amen. You know, thousands come and join and hundreds and, you know, for everybody that's here, you're still here. This was meant for you. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Uh, yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> oh, because praise my- God. Yeah, and, and one reason is because sometimes God's pull, God pulls one person out to be picked on for his glory and to bring the family out. And because of all the curses, uh, generational curses that both sides of my family 
uh, is in, I have been in, and that followed him, you know, when God earmarks you to be the chosen one to come out and to bring, you know, to cancel all of those curses, you, you run into things that, you know, like that scripture says, God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. Now, Amen. You know, and I look at this being something, not that it's foolish, uh, I don't mean it in that aspect, but it's different. Maybe I should say that. That's what I mean. It's different. It's something that I wouldn't normally do. But, again, because God is making me new, and, you know, I am new to a certain extent, but he's still making me uh, into a whole complete person of newness, uh, that my walk is such now that I'm open enough to uh, hear. Because, I, like I said, I love history. I love, you know, the scriptures. And so I'm I'm getting deeper into – I'm getting deeper. I don't want to get on. deeper. Yeah. Okay, I thought she said hold on, so I was just like, <laughs> uh, I'm holding. But I will say this to you, uh, just, you know, I, this right here is really something that I, I'm just in awe of. It's just, it's awesome, you know, um, learning a whole lot. Uh, it's making things clearer for me to hear from the Lord. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, it's like a... Um, a portal now between me and he, you know, so this is awesome. Well, praise God. I'm so glad that you're getting a blessing from this. I wish more people would, would get this hunger to, to really receive this word, that change that you're going to receive, the blessing you're going to receive towards this. It is, is, like I said, it's more than just answers. It's more than just healing. It's more than just financing. It's the lifting of our spirit. It's the lifting of our soul. Amen. Glory be to God. As you go through this, you remember once upon a time we're talking about, there was this song that came out that said, Bag Lady. And, and, and it just talked about all of these bags of, that she had all over her body. But each bag was filled with something, something from your past, your sicknesses, your bills, your illnesses, your pills, amen, glory be to God. It's filled with your emotions, your hurts, your relationships, amen, glory be to God. Family, every time you open up the bag, there's something else, but there's nothing good in the baggage, amen. And as you're going through these 40 days, it's like a lifting of each one of them coming off of you. And you're, you're emptying out the negativity that's in your spirit. And now it's being redeposited with the word. And once it's redeposited into your spirit, that's when change can come. Because it's got to come from the inside out. You can dress up a puppy. Amen. Not even a puppy. You can dress up a mud puddle, but it still don't make it clean. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Where are we? Praise and thanksgiving under Israel. Amen. Praise our Father that he goes through the centuries each. Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish people have gathered in the synagogue offering deep repentance. Amen. 
offering deep repentance. Amen. Glory be to God. Father, I just want to give praise and thanks for this season of deep repentance. That, Father, that you can dig deep inside of us and, and see our hearts, that we are truly repentant for our past actions, our past deeds, for everything that we have done against you and your people, God, for where we have failed, failed you and the people of God. Hallelujah. Father, right now, I ask once again, I thank you once again, Father, for having this opportunity for this cleansing, for this this purging, this clarification of your word, God. We thank you right now. We give you glory and honor. Hallelujah. In the name of your son, Yeshua, hallelujah, that we have a connection to Israel as we continue to pray for them. Amen. Glory be to God. And even join in with their repentance with our own. We give you glory for that. In your son Yeshua's name, amen. 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 Pastor Moore, you want to do our nation? Okay. We pray for our national leaders that they will be moved by the Spirit to search out the eternal ways of the Almighty, humble themselves, pray, and seek his mercy. Lord, we do pray that that each of us, all of the leaders in our nation, uh, whatever they may be leading, uh, if anyone is a leader in our nation, that they will seek you, uh, that they will humble themselves under your leadership, and uh, be led by you, that they will seek your faith. We will seek your faith. Father, right now, I pray that our national leaders will continue to pray and seek mercy Seek mercy for decisions that have been made. Seek mercy for choices and decisions that they have been made that was against just you and your son. Father, we ask you once again to purge our leaders' hearts for those that not only in the White House, but, God, for those that are serving around the nation. Father, we want you to begin to clean and purge them and aid and assist them in in creating brand new decisions, God, in order to turn this this United States from their wicked ways and turn them back onto you, God. Father, make us a righteous nation. Make us a righteous hill once again. Father, I thank you right now for how you're going to change them and purge them. In your son, Jesus' name, amen. and repentance and intercession. We confess and repent. Though the Jewish people live throughout our nation, we have failed to be inspired to follow the Torah and observe the ten days of awe. 
Father, I want to confess that I I heard of uh, I've heard of the ten days of awe, but didn't understand it. I've heard about the Torah and didn't under, I didn't believe that it applied to me because I didn't I believed that because I was not a uh, Jewish. Amen. Glory be to God that I need not to follow the traditions. I want to ask forgiveness for that God. I want to believe that the Jewish people that live throughout our nation, that they continue to uh, carry out their true traditions and not follow in the ways of how America serves. Amen. Serves Jesus. Father, that they continue to pass down it to their next generation, God, that they begin to enlighten them and open up their eyes so that it doesn't be lost through the bloodline, God. Let it stay open. Let it stay fresh. Let it stay anew. Father, we thank you for all things. In Yeshua's name, amen. Lord, I repent for not knowing. Uh, cover my family as well as me. Forgive us for not knowing. Uh, whatever is meant for me to know, Lord, uh, continue to enlighten me. Continue to speak to me. And give me the strength to follow your wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We give thanks for this second day of Rosh Hashanah, that through the rabbis you have taught us to humbly enter your courts as the decrees and judgments are written for ourselves and our nation. I give thanks for this second day of Rosh Hashanah. Oh, God, I, I feel a new, I feel a revelation coming. I, I feel strengthened. Father, I'm not weak anymore. My legs are not in pain anymore. Father, I, I know that this is all to you, God. Hallelujah. There would have been no way months ago if I would have went to tackle that storage unit, God, to clean it out, to throw things away. God, I heard you clearly as I was being doing all that. You ministering to me about getting rid of the old so the new can come in, to stop hovering unto things that of what used to be. It is no more. I feel cleansed. I thank God for the let go. For your son. Amen. Lord, I thank God that you told me to start moving a little bit more, that you are healing my body, and you told me to start moving more and more. And, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that I am moving more. Lord, allow me to move some more. Uh, show me what to do to continue the healing in my body because I know you've healed me and you're walking me into my victory. Lord, even my husband, Lord, thank you for touching his body, which is waiting on evidence and manifestation that we know is already here. Lord, forgive us for any disobedience uh, that we've walked in concerning what you've said. Uh, in, in Yeshua's name, amen. Amen. He really did. He told me to start moving more. 
He told me to start moving more, that the more I move, the healthier he's making me. He's already healed me, but my body needs to catch up with what he's already what he's already done. And what, what the enemy tried to do this morning because I move more is try to make my body swell, but I still believe in Jesus. I still believe that God has done what he said he's going to do. Amen. Amen. Come on. That's the right way. You know, and it's so good for us to be obedient. Where the enemy is trying to shut us down, God is saying, no, you're, you're, you are going to be one of my effective soldiers in my army. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to his holy name. Just to hear that, it just brings excitement to my soul. Amen. Glory be to God because we know that, oh, he, he brings the wisdom. I love when he speaks to us and we can hear him clearly. And some, I, I remember I'm hearing somebody in my spirit go, girl, remove that cotton out your ears. <laughs> I thank God for Teshuva removing the cotton out of my ears so I can hear God clearly. Amen. Glory be to God. I I, I know. Decorah, this is just so exciting. And, and this is my second time around doing it. Last year, I kind of went through it by myself. But it's so much better when you can do it with other people that can bring uh, and uh, expound on what's going on. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> as we close our Father we thank you for your promise that as we confess and repent of our sins you are faithful and just to forgive us Amen yeah. Isaiah Isaiah 1 and 18 says come now let us reason together saith the Lord Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And my favorite scripture, 1 John 1 and 9, I'm always saying this to the chorus. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise you. Amen, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm just saying praise you. Um, That verse in Isaiah is speaking of... uh, the uh, offerings that they make on, in, uh, on Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, uh, mm-hmm. they have uh, two uh, lambs are supposed to be presented, and one is uh, uh, burnt on the altar, and one is let go. Um, um, and if uh, the way the way it works is they when they when they bring the two sheep in that they they they, uh, they they cast lots to decide which one would be uh sacrificed and which one would be let go out into the wilderness uh where 
uh, domesticated animals uh, going out into the wild probably won't survive, uh, even if it were to survive the uh, ritual that they go through. Um, but uh, they, uh, when they, 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 the one that they sacrificed, they put a, a white cloth around its neck, and the one that they let go is they put a, a red cloth around its neck. And uh, then they um, then they start going through the ritual and everything. They offer the one. And what they do to let go to the goat demon, they let go out into the wilderness to carry our sins back to the demon. Uh, uh, the ritual is they lay hands on these two sheep. And in the ritual, the... Uh, this is the reason why the sheep has to be pure, spotless, no blameless, uh, no no defects in it at all. Uh, uh, as they're praying over it, to, uh, as they're going through the ritual, they lay hands on the head of the sheep, and uh, and they believe uh, that uh, all of the guilt, as the high priest lays his hand on them, uh, all of the guilt of the nation passes from the offer into the sheep. And all of the blamelessness of the sheep, the perfection of the, of the sheep, passes from the sheep back into the high priest who represents the nation. So the nation is completely forgiven of all sin uh, by this, uh, by this, uh, this offering of the two uh, lambs. One that's, one that's killed and burnt on the altar and one that's... Uh, what they do is they take it out and they throw it over a cliff. And if it survives the fall, then it's out in the wild and probably will be eaten by a lion or whatever. Um, but uh, uh, the Jewish, um, what they, uh, the mysticism in the, in the Jewish teaching is that this red cloth, as it falls over the cliff, if the Lord has uh, accepted their sacrifice and their sins of the sins of the nation are forgiven for the next year, that that cloth changes color from red to white. Though my sins be as crimson, as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Uh, uh, that's what that uh, that phrase in that verse is referring to, is uh, is that uh, the uh, uh, and the Jewish historians tell us that the last time that that ever worked was the year that Jesus died on the cross. Because he completed all of the all of the offerings, he was the ultimate sacrifice. He took our sins. He took all of our sins on himself. And the pureness, the, the righteousness, the holiness of Jesus is, is is given to us, is imparted to, to us, so that we can live in holiness as we submit to Him, surrender to Him. And. Uh, and that goes along with uh, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us from our sins. Uh, whatever the Lord puts on our hearts, then 
this is a sin that I have committed. I have to agree with him. That's what the word confess means. Agree with him that um, that it's sin. And uh, when I agree with him that it's sin, and I choose in my heart to turn away from that sin and turn to the righteous way, uh, that's repentance, uh, then he, he, he wipes out the sin completely, but he doesn't stop there. He cleanses us from all the sins that we don't even know about yet. So as long as we are, uh, as long as we're submitted to him, and whenever he shows us a shortcoming, we, we turn that over to him. Say, yes, I failed you. Uh, please forgive me. And I will, uh, it, uh, it will be my desire with your help to, to I, make, I make the choice with your, that with your help, I will uh, live differently from now on. And uh, he cleanses everything, not just the sin that we confess uh, for, but the entire, but all. And you know what, uh, uh, um, Pastor Moore, um, that's that's good to hear because some things you don't know about, you know, some things you just don't know. So that's good to hear that because God loves us so much that we, if we humble ourselves enough to say, okay, God, you know, I was wrong in this, forgive me, you know, that he sees past us and see the need and, and just, delivers us from, from whatever need that is, you know, from whatever wrong that was. And, I, I mean, that's an awesome God. That is, that's just an awesome God. I, oh, my God. Okay, I'm sorry. I ain't going to interrupt no more. Awesome. <laughs> no, you can keep on interrupting. That's a blessing. You didn't interrupt. It's just, it, it, it just trips me out because, you know, like, like me, God has made me, um, a, gen, a, a curse, uh, a demon slayer, if you want. That's what they call it. I don't know. I don't know about all that, but I know he has picked me to 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 destroy demons, and you know I to restore people from curses. So it's good for me to know because you know um, when you're going into a battle. Let me just say this: the person who is that has the antidote, the antidote for the disease. You need to know what else the antidote cures. You know, if if I'm if I'm a pharmacist and your doctor has written a prescription, I when I give you that prescription, by me being the pharmacist, I need to know the side effects. I need to know what else it can have, what else it can cure. I need to know if what you're taking will interact with this medicine that I'm giving you. So you know, that's why I said I'm I, that right there did something for me because you know my thing is okay, God, you've called me for this and I've been knowing it, but you've called me for this. But now I'm you know now I'm excited about the assignment because at first I wasn't. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't. But now I'm excited about the assignment because I know I'm not by myself. I know that it's not me, and I've been knowing it's not me, but I know that God is going to show up and show out 
And I need to know that, you know, whatever he shows me, if there's anything else that that is going on with whatever he shows me, then God is going to take care of that. So that makes me want to fight even the more to do what he wants me to do. When people are bound, or, you know, are they under, under a spirit, or demonic influences or whatever, that lets me know that whatever he tells me and I do it, that if it's something hiding up under there, you know, that, got to do it because I'm confessing what he wants me to confess for his people. So that's why I say this, this just, that right there, just, A, A. <laughs> it just sealed the deal, didn't it? Glory to God. See, I don't know. My, you know, Pastor Lena know a little bit, but um, my grandmother on one side of my family, her family is into witchcraft. At least they was. That was the story. I don't know what they're doing now because, you know, I've never met them. All I know is the results of what they did. And that's why she left the area where she was from, you know, because they was into witchcraft real heavy. And, you know, um I've seen some of the, you know, some of my aunts and uncles, they still dabble, you know, into some stuff that to me is witchcraft. It always have been. And, you know, for the longest, I ran from being a prophet because I, I nobody explained to me uh, except my other grandmother that the gift I have is prophetic, not demonic. Because when I heard about them doing, you know, uh, uh, say, say, say sewers and they was, you know, because they're gifted on that side. So I didn't want to I didn't want to be a part of that. And so even as a child, I remember being four years old and God showing me things and me speaking stuff and it happens and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, so I ran from it as I got older because I did not want to be passing on nothing demonic. I really didn't. You know, people used to say, oh, black cats, are, are they creepy and they this. But it's funny because, you know, when I was pregnant and, I, you know, Whatever, I'm just telling you the truth. When I was pregnant, every time I would walk across the street or I would be walking somewhere, there would be black cats following me. And I never felt afraid or whatever. To me, they're just cats because I know I belong to God. Regardless, I knew I was God. So stuff like that to scare other people, Friday the 13th, I'm like, I'm going to have a blessed day. And I normally, to be honest, normally Friday the 13th is the best day ever for me, and I don't get it. Because everybody else, oh, I don't believe in that. I, if I belong to God, I belong to God. So that's just how I look at it. So, you know, so when I hear stuff that reaffirms uh, what God has done on my relationship with God, our new ways that I'm learning of God, it just it intrigues me. It just, that just does something to me. So, you know. Well, praise the Lord. I am so glad that everyone was blessed with this uh, message this week. Amen. Glory be to God. In preparation for day 33, we must read the post to Shuva 215. Touchstone to breakthrough, one, on page 17. Amen. We want to bless the Lord. Amen. Are there any other closing remarks? I tell you, this has just been a blessed evening. It's so glad to be back. Amen. Glory be to God. I know I know Dr. Slaughter is glad to be back. Amen. Amen. <laughs> man, man. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, glory be to God. Uh, Dr. Slaughter, can I have you close this out in prayer? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We just want to love on you, Lord. We thank you for an awesome study tonight. Lord, we thank you that our minds and hearts was prepared for you to speak and show up in the midst. God, you said we're two or three in the midst. Two or three are gathered. You would be in the midst. God, we just thank you for every household that's represented. Lord, we thank you for uh, the the knowledge and the wisdom. Okay, God, I'm sorry. I got to be obedient. Um, Pastor Moore, uh, I'm sorry. I almost forgot. God wanted me to let you know that you are necessary. Sorry. Um, he's showing me that sometimes you get weighed down because um, uh, it's like nobody understands you or that nobody, you know, it's like they look at you like you're a least one. But God said you are necessary, and he's, he sees you, and he sees your label of love. And you are necessary to the bottom, to the body of Christ. Um, amen. Uh, Father, we thank you, Lord. Forgive me, God, for almost forgetting to tell him that. I thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done. Continue to cover us in your blood. Continue to cover, uh, put the post over our door, Lord. Continue to uh, guide our footsteps and continue to assign our warned angels, Lord, Michael and Gabriel. Assign them and um, put them on our post, Lord, to fight in war for us, Lord. And continue to give us sweet sleep. Continue to heal bodies, Lord, in the name of of Jesus, allow us to be a blessing to anybody that comes in our path, Lord. If it's no more than give them a great word, uh, an encouraging word, uh, a pat on the back, or a cup of coffee, whatever it is, allow us to do that and give you the props. Lord, we decree and declare that everything that you said is true, and we decree and declare that the blood is covering us, that no retaliation, no backlash from this teaching shall occur. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 God bless, and you have a blessed evening. In Yeshua's name, amen. Thank you for that word. The court, did she leave? Yes. Oh, yep, she left. I'll I'll call her and tell her. All right, thank you. God bless.